0: Hello everyone and welcome to Cooking with Positivity. I'm your host, Zyakia McCoy. Here at Cooking with Positivity, we like to focus on positivity leading to success, whether that be in your business, in your love life, or in your everyday decision making. I'm going to go ahead and kick us off with our positivity poem for the month. Love is the greatest positivity you can put into the world. Blend it up, drink it, and embody what love is. Love thyself, give yourself all the attention in the world, and love thy family with the overpour of affection to love thy neighbors and bring positivity to the universe. It is Tuesday, so you know what that means. It's Talk About It Tuesdays. We're going to be joined by our co host and CWP family member, Kimberly Biggs, when we come back. We here at Cookin' With Positivity are huge on causes that help build up the community and the people in it. We have partnered with Lashbinder, a brand created by celebrity makeup artist Cassandra McClure, who has created the world's quickest, easiest, and safest tool to apply strip lashes so easily a five-year-old can do it. With every tool sold, a patient who has lost their lashes due to chemotherapy will receive a free Lash Binder with the Buy One, Give One campaign. So stop by LashBinder.com and use the code COOKING with Positivity to receive $5 off and give the gift of beauty to a brave survivor today. Ladies, we never need a reason to fabify ourselves, but we do need the tools to do the job. A few extras here and there never hurt anyone. With lush mink lashes like angel wings and bundles and wigs worthy enough to grace every crown, blessed her hair, has just the tools you need to get the job done. Stop by BlessedHerHair.com and grab the tools to finish fabifying your look today.
1: We are joined by our CWC family member, Kimberly Big. How are you? How are you today? I am good. Been through this Tuesday without a hit. So we're going to dive right in, and we're going to talk Oscars. There was a ton of fashion buzz when it came to the Oscars, and one of the stands out was Natalie Portman for her shout-out for the female directors who were left out or snubbed at the Oscars with a cape with their names on it. Okay, I felt that was very creative to include them in her wardrobe for them not being recognized by the Oscars. Also, we have a, a Spike Lee who sported a tribute suit to Kobe Bryant, and his suit was purple with the gold. 24, limber on it because that was Kobe Bryant's number when he was last with the Lakers. Right. I thought that was a beautiful tribute. Yeah. And uh, Kobe Bryant was also remembered, you know, in the Osco Memorial, which Luke James was left out of. And his fans were enraged. You know the actor from uh, 90210, the original 90210? Uh-huh. He just died at the uh, top of the year. He was not included in the memoriam that they did. But they included Kobe Bryant, Paul Walker, and a few other people that we lost. But he was not included. So his fans were going crazy on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram. They were going crazy all over the place.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, because he was not included in the memorial. And they were saying, like, why was his death overlooked? And I I, I, I guess I agree with them because, I mean, he did pass. He was famous. He still is famous. I, I don't think he stopped being famous or celebrity in the celebrity eyes. But I don't think, you know, you stop doing that. Even when you pass, because look at Kobe Bryant. He's everywhere. And so we're yeah, going to talk, talk a bit about Kobe Bryant more later. But uh, we still, with the Oscars, while at the Independent Spirit Awards, Adam Sandler, he took the comedic route. Towards the snub that he received on the Oscars by saying the Oscars are for the pretty people but the Independent Spirit Awards is for personality he said pretty will fade so all you pretty and handsome people at the Oscars will have our personality forever I found that cute and that was a great way to coped fun at the Oscars for not even nominating him for his new film which got a ton of box office buzz which most people critics said it was his best work yet yeah. you know Adam Sandler has done he done done some things Yes, he has so i I feel I felt bad for him and all of the women directors who were not recognized at the Oscars but they are recognized here on Cook World Positivity and they got shine on other award shows. So I say go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated.
2: And then um this story was this story was touching to me. There was a Matthew A. Cherry, who wrote the book Hair Love, and they created a short based on this book, which won an Oscar. And it's about a father learning to style his daughter's hair. And Tyale Richards, Naturally Me Hair Salon, she provides classes to assist dads in learning how to style their hair in different ways for their daughters. I felt this was so touching and beautiful. And when we come back, we're going to talk about We the Women segment.
0: Hey Cooking with Positivity family. Hump Day is almost here, and I want you to make sure you join us on Wednesday for some riveting host chat, maybe an interview, and some movie talk right here on Cooking with Positivity. Are you an artist looking for some exposure, or do you have a project you would like to promote? Maybe you would like to be interviewed. Send us an email at cookingwithpositivity@gmail.com at so we can help you reach for the stars.
1: Welcome back, guys. Now, we here at Cooking With Positivity love to support women doing major things. And we heard about the role reversal as far as dads doing their daughter's hair but our We the Women segment is dedicated to the women who are taking over NASCAR. Now, the first black woman to join a pit crew is Brianna Daniels. Now, she was 24 years old when she joined a pit crew last year. Yes. Yeah. And the first black woman to own a NASCAR team is single mom Melissa Harville LeBron. And now these women are doing major things. For one, NASCAR is not considered African-American sport, franchise, whatever you say. So that's major. And it's not considered a women's sport. It's not. But if you really think about it, no no sports were really considered women's sport. Because back then they didn't even consider cheerleading a sport. No, cheerleader was not a sport, but now it is a sport. I mean, cheerleaders are just as athletic, if not more than the
2: teams that they cheer for.
1: Yes, and that's why now they have just cheerleader competitions. Right. So, if you think about it, these women are doing double work in the community, in the world. So, we are saluting you, ladies. And speaking of women in support and shouting out, Kim, we have our first We The Women's Group meeting coming up at the end of the month. Yes, we do. And when is it? It's on the 29th? 29th, from
2: 2.30 to
1: 3.30. And I am excited to see if you are in the Richmond, Virginia area or in the Virginia area and don't mind traveling, We are going to be at the Hall Street Library at 1400 Hall Street in Richmond Virginia. So make sure you come by, check us out, get your support on. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some firing going on in the world today.
0: Hey moms, are you working to the tune of boredom and unsatisfaction? Are you racked with mommy guilt, stress, and overextended at home? Well, Stephanie Pierce is here to help you break through the mundane and find your true passion, get clarity, and get back to the fearlessness of your inner child, and get you on the road to your entrepreneurship and freedom. Stop by Empoweredmama.biz. That's E M P O W E R E D M A M M A dot B I Z, or Empowered Mama on Facebook or Instagram, and give up the excuses for a life of your own making. are you loving what you're hearing and want to hear more be sure to check out this amazing inspiring and up-and-coming artist and songwriter Jay queen she can be found on beat chain facebook and youtube
1: Welcome back, guys. Now, I found a couple of stories that were very interesting. And I want to play a game called Justified or No. Tim, I'm going to give you the stories. And I want you to help determine if these were justified firings or not. Okay. All right. Now, the two origin banks employee was fired for giving a customer twenty dollars in meat on Christmas Eve. Now she didn't take the money from the bank so that's not why she was fired because when I when I pose this question online on Snapchat, I asked do you think the lady should be fired? do you think it was justified? there is a young man he was a customer. His check did not clear, and they told him, try to come back. Maybe a check will clear, you know, in a couple of hours. Well, he was on his last of gas. He was sitting in the parking lot of the gas station praying, you know, that the check would clear, and he would have access to his funds. And now this is Christmas Eve, so it's not a lot of things open.
2: Okay.
1: And so he's sitting in the parking lot at the gas station on E, pretty much. So he can't go home. So he ends up calling the customer services office. And that's how he got in contact with the representative who gave him the $20. Now, where the story takes the interesting turn is she left her job. She went and spoke to her supervisor. Who was there. Let's let's clear that up. She went and spoke to him. She explained the young man's situation and she said she wanted to help him and they, this so happened that the call center that she was at was located in the same city as the caller. And it's not very often that that happens. But it just so happens that they were located. She was about five minutes away from where the caller was sitting at the gas station. So she, with her supervisor's permission, went to the gas station and gave him the $20. Okay. Out of her pocket. But she was terminated. She was terminated. Her and her supervisor actually were terminated. But the supervisor didn't get terminated immediately. She got terminated immediately. Well, I think they should um, file a lawsuit. You think they should file a lawsuit? You think this is unjustified firing? Unjustified being terminated. It's not like the woman took it upon herself to clock out and then go help the young person. She went to her supervisor. Evidently, if he was in a bank or a call center, they, they could see how many times that he tried to what is taking not clear? So him sitting in the gas station waiting, he calling again, explaining the situation. Her not having empathy for the person. That's the problem that we have a lot in this world. It's no empathy, right? Or right? if it was Christmas Eve, New Year's Eve, it doesn't matter what day it was. Right. It's not clear. So I feel like the lady having empathy. Uh, you would call her a Christian. God touched her to, to go help this young man. And she went to her supervisor. She went through the channels. That's what I don't understand. She went to the proper channels. Right. And he gave her the okay. And she went and she got the young person out and gave her her $20. Why is she well, terminated? Now, what they said in her, you know, paperwork, being the reason that she was let go, was because she left and she got in contact with a customer that is improper and that's stated in their their policy. Okay. So
2: she was not supposed well,
1: to... I, I can understand said she had written up a warning. Yep. I said the same thing. Because no, problem, no problem. She did know. This, um, I went as far as to look into this employee's history to see if she had infractions before, you know, see what kind of employee she actually was. Because if she continuously has issues, you know, with breaking the rules, etc., cetera, et cetera, I would understand why they'd be like, okay, this is the last straw. We're not dealing with this no more. But this was her first infraction. So I think you should have been rolled up. Well, that that happens all the time with the um, state organizations that I work for. We help a lot of women who have two or three kids. We carry strollers. We carry them heavy-ass carriers. When the baby too big for the carrier, help them with cases of military car And a lot of them will be like, oh, here you go. Not as far as money. Mm-hmm. But um, I own this nail shop. If you come in, you can get pictures set off, and we are not allowed to take anything.
2: And if you are
1: caught taking anything, you are written up. And see, my thing is, I would understand, you know, if she gave them, gave him the money from the bank, right? Because she realized she could not, you know, lift the hold on the check. She could not clear that path for him. That way. But she definitely wanted to help him. Yes, and when he called, if we call the bank, or when you call whatever, whatever, light like company, cable company, they can pull up the record and see the transactions and how many times you called. The last time you called, oh, I know. And you called on this day, at this time, you right. I did. So they can see, and even her supervisor can see, that a young man was trying to cash his check to check was not clear. And that's the thing that boggled me. It was the, she went to her supervisor. Before she did anything else, she went to her supervisor. She didn't just take it upon herself to clock out or get his information and try to go on a 15-minute break. She went and spoke to her supervisor. She explained to her supervisor what was going on. And her supervisor said, well, if you want to help, you go ahead and help the young. Man. And then she went back to work. She didn't even take a full 15-minute break. She went. She helped him. She went back to work. Well, I think that was a wrong termination. All right. I read, sure. I, 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 I read, no, I, I could take a, a write off I take a write off Because I I will take her right up because I know in my heart I help somebody. That's why You never know what somebody's going through. Right. You never know. And this week on Cooking with Positivity is our Relationship Week. So we were talking about building relationships, relationships with family, friends, and people in the general population or in the outside world, outside of us, and how we conduct ourselves. So I thought this story was very interesting. Because she showed the utmost compassion for this young man. Yes. And that's why I try to keep it in mind for myself. Right. For other people. You never know what somebody's going through. Never. You never know. You never, you don't know just a friendly gesture, a smile to give that person. You don't know. They could be at their last breaking point. I cannot do this. I want out. I'm done with this life. It's just a smile, a tell word. You don't know what you can do for that person mentally. Exactly. And we talk about that all the time. You never know. It's the small thing that can make somebody's day. Yes. Now we're going to move on to our second fire. Uh, Another interesting story. So I want you to tell me if you think this one is justified. Now, at Francisco Yosemite International Airport, they fired four employees after a TikTok video went viral. This is actually our social media moment of the week as well. It's a two-header. But the video went viral. The employees got together. They were working on the tarmac, and uh, they were spare operators and uh, luggage loaders and air traffic controllers. Okay. Now, it is the last 30 minutes of their shift. They said all the planes had gone out. All the planes had taken off. There, there was no more luggage to be loaded up. There were no more planes going out. And they decided to, you know, do a TikTok video. Now, The TikTok video gained so much exposure that the employees saw it because they got, what, over 50,000 views? And it was at that point when they got over 50,000 views on TikTok that they were all called into the office and terminated. Now, they all worked for different contractors, different companies, you know, contracted them to the airport. But they were all for it in the video. Now
2: I'm going to pose this question to you: Do you think this was justified? Okay, so it was all
1: all the pain is gone, no more luggage. And what was a crime? What did they do wrong? They were cited. To, they don't go into detail what is the citing of their termination, but they were filmed on site when it was supposed to be working and I use air quotes I know you guys can't see me but I use air quotes because it was the last 30 minutes of this shit now one of the guys said we were done working and we just wanted to uh you know blow up the scene it's been a long day and we all just happened to be together And we wanted to uh, blow up some scenes, so they did a video. And, see, I find this very odd because it wasn't until, again, like, the video gained over 50,000 views and likes that they were terminated. So they were working still after the video came out. They were still (laughs) void. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, was the video was the video violent? Did, no, no. And see, that's that's the thing because um, a few of the of other employees speculated. You know, well, what was the violation? Was it violent? Was it you know derogatory? Like, what was the infraction? And the airport has yet to make a statement regarding. The full infraction as to the termination, but they said the termination stands because they were on site when they recorded this okay. video. Okay, so the only thing I could read, only thing that I could conclude while they were terminated was that they were still on the clock when they made this video. Regardless that all the work was done, they were still on the clock. Um, like my job if after after we have no client or anything, don't touch your phone to it's four thirty but see their their policy doesn't say anything about phone. I think that's why they're having such a hard time stating why they terminated them because in their policies it doesn't say you can't use your phone. Unless
2: it's a
1: It doesn't say it doesn't say that in their policies. So I think I think that's what the issue is as to why they're having a hard time you know citing what the infraction was and why they were terminated. Because I, I, you know if, if, if it was an actual infraction something that they did just like the last uh the last employee that we talked about, she was fired because she contacted the problems. worker the the uh customer outside that was a direct infraction in their policy but right. I don't think the airport has that in their I, policy I, I really want to see what the airport has to say about why these four individuals were terminated? only thing I can conclude is that because they were still on the clock. regardless that all the work was done, they were still on the clock, right? so they was they was as they as they call it, you' still in time. That's what I can think of, but honestly, I thought you was gonna ask me two questions that are really floating around social media. well um, this is this is floating around social media because like I said, the video went viral. They got over 50,000 views. Right. And That's then they God. were terminated. <laughs> right, because I think it was because it was still on the clock, and it's called still in time. So do you think it was justified? Do you think it was justified for them to be fired? No, because that means that everybody, everybody should be fired. Because when work is over with and you still got time, it's... Probably 4 o'clock, you get up at 4.30, and all the work is done. You see people talking to each other. You know, you looking at the clock. You calm down to 4.30 before it's time to go home. So it's, it's a lot. They have to, I would like to see what is the airport response of why these four individuals got fired. That's what I would like to see. Well, uh, We will but follow up on you. this next week. <laughs> yeah, we will have to keep, keep me posted on that one. But I thought you were going to really ask me about social media about what Gail King said about Kobe Bryant. Oh no no well, that's coming up next. That's coming up next. That is part of our question of the week.
2: So when we come back I
1: mean, okay, wait but another question is now uh I any company cannot does not have to hire you if you have dreadlocks.
2: Oh wow. Well we'll talk yes, about that in I'm more sure. <laughs> Now better. Better. Thought, that was like I
1: thought those are two main questions I thought she was gonna ask me. That's going wrong. I see myself in social media. Girl King and, a, and a, an employee would does not have to hire you if you have dreadlocks, and they can fire you if they tell you that you have to cut your dreadlocks. And because you are not a rosterarian and it's not your religion, they can terminate you. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk about all of that and more. We have our question of the week and our question from
0: last Hey, Cooking with Positivity family. Be sure to tune in on Thursday where we take it back. We'll break down some of our favorite old school jams, the artists who made them huge and what they mean to us. With some fun along the ride. Be sure to join us right here on Cooking with Positivity. Are you looking to expand your gift-giving ideas? Well, you should check out Tipsy Chicks. They have fun and stylish drink accessories and tipsy tags that will turn a mundane life into a party wherever you go. Whether you are going on a camping trip, you can bring your folding chairs and your easily accessible folding flask, or you can start the party while you're waiting in line to get into your favorite hotspot. Be sure to stop by Tipsy Chicks, that's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S today and grab a gift that keeps on giving. We have just celebrated the new year, so that means Valentine's Day is not far off. Be one of the first to grab a Valentine's gift basket with everything set up for a perfect dinner for two. Stop by ZykeahMcCoy.com or head over to ZRZ Catering and grab your basket today. Welcome back, guys.
1: Now, before we went to break, Kim was telling us about the dreadlock issue. Now, I don't know if you guys remember, but last week we did discuss a young man who was told he could not or would not be able to graduate, walk across the stage, or complete his
2: school term.
1: In regular school, because he refused to cut his dreadlocks. Right. Now we pose the question because we know it's wrong. So we didn't we didn't touch on that question. We touched on the question: Do you, Do you believe dress code should apply to both male and female? And now Kim has just told us that there is more issues with dreadlocks in the community. Yes, a judge passed a law in a certain state that an employee can terminate you or you do not have to get hired if you have dreadlocks. They want to see that you are, that's your religion, not just a style. My thing is, as long as your hair is up, it should not matter.
2: If you have dreadlocks
1: or not. No. But this is not the first time this has happened. Several years ago I remember an African uh, African American woman on an airline was terminated for her brains. And see that that's the thing, right? It 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 stems from not understanding. Because even if we're not Rastafarian we are of African-American descent, which means our ancestors have braids, dreadlocks, twists. These are our natural cultural hairstyles. Yes, we are. That have been passed on to us. So it is not okay for you to tell me to cut my hair if I'm not a rust brain descent. That you're making sense. Now, you, I think I think it's completely wrong. I can I, I can understand if you coming in and work with some, as I call it, the Kool Aid color hair. That's different. But see that that too. I mean, it it depends on where you work. But it's also unfair for you to judge me and my ability from the gate. Now I know you won't hire me because I have dreadlocks. That's outrageous. That's that's like what? <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to this because I'm still I'm still trying to wrap my
2: mind around this thing on law.
1: Okay, but well, yeah, but if you think about it, dreadlocks. I mean, what else they gonna hit us with? You know, they hit us with with so many things. You know, um, if you if you, which wishes you was automatically consider a thug or gangbanger. If you, if if a young man wore their pants saggy, which I never yes, cared I for see. that. And I never cared for that. I personally never cared for that look. So, you know, um, if you wore your pants saggy, it was, you all managed to a thug or a banger, not knowing that that was the style or everybody called it swag, that was just swag. But see, Um. let's be clear, it's not just that. It's like if you look at certain people look at us, no matter what we are wearing, no matter what we have on, no matter what our hair looks like, as thugs, baby mamas, like all of these aesthetics that are set up by people who don't understand us. And you know, people fear what they don't understand. This is why we have racism. This is why we have sexism. This is why we have such a discord when we talk about homophobic tendencies and homophobic people, because people fear what they don't understand. That's true. And if if everybody would take the time to just understand another culture another race another mindset separate from themselves then we could band together and realize that we're all just people in this world trying to make it that's like that's the only thing that helps humanity is humans coming together so all of these laws they're just tearing us apart so now I have to make sure that I myself don't get drugged because I'm not going to be able to get hired anywhere. That's crazy. Right. We're gonna move. You know, but it is one state that if you are caught with your pants sagging, it is a hundred dollar ticket. Yep, yeah, and it, there, there's some there's some states that say if you say the word. The S word for gay people. You get fined and you can't get arrested. So there there are laws that set, that set up to
2: defend
1: some of the negativity, but not all of the negativity. So we have to be mindful when we're out in the world of our negativity that we're putting into the world. Because the world is not set up for all of us to win together. It's putting us against each other. And that's tearing us down as a society. And speaking of tearing us down, we're going to get to our question of the week.
2: Last week,
1: the question again was, do you think dress code should be the same for both male and female? Everybody agreed that yes, it should, except for one person. But I think he was a troll because his comment read, No, because I don't wear skirts. I'm not a F word used for gay people. So I blocked him and deleted the comment. But this week, I told you guys we're going to talk about Kobe
2: a little later. And she got
1: Gail King, did an interview with Lisa Leslie, WNBA player, Kobe Bryant, good friend. And the interview was going smoothly until Gil King asked about Kobe Bryant's sex case, Not rape right.
2: case,
1: Not yes, that happened years ago. He was acquitted; the case was thrown out. Everything was done and moved on. Yes, and Kobe Bryant also said, and he said, to the letter to, to, to the woman. To After he after he was sitting in that courtroom and he heard, he actually heard what she said, he knew that it was wrong. And he truly apologized for putting her through that. My question is, why? This is the problem. It doesn't matter what a person does. Somebody always got to pick up whatever they've done negative in their past. I'm not saying what he did was right. I'm not justifying what he did. But what he did, like you said, he was young, he understood the lady's interpretations and why did she have to bring that up? After all what he has done
2: right. And, and
1: out of I do okay. the community, family first, done everything else, why did she have to bring that up? But that's what that's what the news do. It has to bring in controversy. I want to dive a little deeper into this because I know it's a lot to unpack, right? Now, Gail King is referring to the rape case that happened uh, years ago with Kobe Bryant when he was
2: accused
1: of raping the young lady. Now, it came out later during the trial that the young lady was schizophrenic and she was not taking her medication and he thought they were having consensual sex. Right. He thought her advances and the way things played out, everything was consensual. But like you just said, when he was sitting in there listening to everything that was going on with the young lady, everything that she explained from her point of view, she realized it, it was probably consensual, but she was not in the right state of mind for anything to be consensual. So he definitely did apologize, but he was found not guilty because, and then then there was the whole, oh, is the cover-up. It wasn't a cover-up. They addressed it on numerous occasions, but what people won't address is the fact that the young lady was mentally ill. And I keep saying was, but she is mentally ill. And she was not in her right state of
2: mind. Unbeknownst to him.
1: So can you, can you blame him for, for taking the sexual advances?
2: Know. you know,
1: making, you know, although he was a married man, that's fine. I know. No, I really care that Because. I've been to several professional football games, basketball games. There are women oh concerts. There are women throwing themselves at these men. Right. Just to get in the back. And you cover what? Basketball wife? A football wife? And that's what, that's what he thought he was he was getting into. Now, I'm not what? saying not it was wrong. okay because he's a married man. It's okay. No, it's not okay. But um, she just happened to get in the back. So she was mentally ill. So but why did she? And then um, I saw the interview when Oprah was on crying, saying that Gail is terrified from her life. And what Gail is really upset about is that it was just one segment. They did one piece, and they moved on about what he's done. All that right. Now, that's, that's CBS, down. and she has to deal with the network. But she still asked the question. She could have been showing more integrity, especially being that this man' family has just lost him. And instead of trying to tear him down, and she said, oh, it was just one segment. But it was a segment that should have never been included, in my opinion. That's true. Because it shows him <laughs> in a negative light. And it's as if you're trying to tear him down because everybody is speaking too highly of him. Except I, I for the few reporters. It should have never been brought up. It should right. have never been brought up. So, now, re- responding to the Oprah situation, the Oprah interview, is what everybody is talking about now because Snoop Dogg came out, and I'm not going to say everything he said because I you know mean, it's very it's very profane. <laughs> but he spoke but, but, for but he a, a lot point. of people. Well, he made a point, right? right? I, with Gayle King, and, and I agree with you. Every black actor, athlete, singer—you name it who is a celebrity, she throw them under the wrong. But when a Caucasian has done the same thing, right. it doesn't
2: bring it out.
1: And what New York said it. was, why would you disrespect Kobe Bryant and his family but you don't come after Harvey Weinstein, et cetera. And it got to the point where even Bill Cosby called from Jeff and was like, you tearing us down. And I have just—he here's a whole nother story in itself. I don't even want to get into him, but when Bill Cosby comes for you, you know you, you, you're on the wrong side of things. Because Bill Cosby can't come for anyone. But the question is Do you think Snoop Dogg threatened Gail King? Because that's what a lot of the reporters are saying. That's what a lot of the reports are referring to, saying that she feels disappointed and full of her life is because Snoop Dogg. And then they brought up his his on trial for murder. He was on trial for murder and acquitted. He told her that she was filed. You filed. We said every day when somebody did something wrong. You know, you were filed for doing that. Okay? She was filed for doing that. That's not no threat. That's and not somebody else. They and took the part where he said, where she said, well, he said, we will come for you. And he, he, he made a statement clearing it up. But she says she feels threatened by that statement. And Oprah felt that he was threatening her and there are a ton of females that are backing her and a lot of other reporters who said she was doing her job. How dare you attack her? And then again, like I said, they mentioned uh Suzal's criminal history, but he was never charged. He was innocent. He was found innocent, So I don't understand why that is being brought up. Because he checked her. In my opinion, he checked her. Yeah, he checked her. But we're going to leave it up to the listeners. So this is going to be our question for the week. Do you think Snoop Dogg threatened Gail King? Put so this with a yes or a no. If you agree that he threatened her or if you agree he didn't threaten her. And when we come back, we're going to talk about our TV shows for the week.
0: Say hi to Tia Gross. She has an amazing gift for you. Tia is going to help you save up to 35% on your next trip by granting you access to her personal booking engine where you can save on hotels, resorts, car rentals, and cruises. So breeze on over to Lady T824 on Instagram or Tia Gross, that's T-I-A-G-R-O-S-S, on Facebook, and let Tia help you begin booking your way to paradise, and be sure to send Tia thank you postcards. Hey, CWP family, just a friendly reminder. This month is love month. So we will be looking for stories of your self-love, your relationships, your relationship goals, as well as your love for your family and your fur babies. So make sure you leave us your stories and we will share your love right here on Cooking with Positivity. Also take advantage of some of the deals we have going on. I know Valentine's Day is coming up. And we have uh, deals from some of our sponsors, Lashbinder. If you go to lashbinder.com, you can receive $5 off of any product that you purchase by entering Cooking With Positivity, as well as Tipsy Chicks. If you go to tipsychicks.com, that's T-I-P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-S.com and enter The code Cook with Positivity You'll get a discount off as well Also ZRZ Catering Has gift baskets And if you enter the code Cooking with Positivity At the end of your purchase You will receive $5 off And I hope everyone has A great holiday
1: Welcome back guys Now we talk about lot of
2: TV
0: here at
1: with Positivity. I am a TV head. I enjoy music. And uh, one of the shows that I found very interesting, I just discovered watching um, uh, Kiki Palmer and Sarah and uh, I watched their show during the day and they had a guest on there and now uh, he has the show The Prophet. And it's a show that comes, he, this guy comes to your business and he tells you what your business is worth, what your product is worth and try to help you make better decisions, better decisions for your business and try to help you make more profit. Now Lisa and myself are going to dive into that a little bit more on tomorrow for Wealth Wednesday but I felt that was an interesting show that all of our business people should check out and all our entrepreneurs should check out. Also, For Life is 50 Cent new Show coming out on NBC. And I don't know, I talked a little bit about this last week, but I reported the wrong, the wrong network. It's going to be on uh, NBC, not Fox. And I got the information as far as it being on Fox From 50 Cent. Going back and forth with Raju P. Henson. About about the shows. And he made a comment. Saying that. uh, For Life is going to be replacing. Empire. But I was listening for him. So we have that to look forward to. And that's coming on tonight. At 8 o'clock on NBC. So make sure you just check that out. Also. Netflix has a new. Dating series. It's called. Love is Blind. Now it is hosted by a couple. Nick Lachey and his wife. And the show is blind dating in order to find your fiance and get married. But all of this is done without seeing the person. So, it's taken blind dating to another level. Now, Kim, do you find this interesting or problematic? Because I know you had issues with the dancing. Yes. In order to, see, but this is, this is blind dating on a whole other level because you never see the person until you're gonna be engaged to them and so you're gonna propose and make that next step. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> I figured that was going to be your response, but I had to ask. Oh, well, no, no. Well, thank you. Well, okay, let's not shoot it down just just yet. I found it interesting. I dated. I mean, Mm. it's blood. Look, okay, because I watched *Married at First Sight*, so I I think this is like the sister show or the sister idea to marry their first sight because marry at first sight you don't meet the person until you're going to the altar and you're getting married to them that's the first time you see them that's the first time you know anything about them other than your name okay so that reminds me of certain different cultures that, um, you are promised to a man or you are promised to a woman from birth. Right. Um, like Africa. Arrange like marriages. Arranged marriages. Um, arranged marriages. So, um, that's their culture. So I respect that, that culture. I don't agree with it if I respect it because that's their culture. But, um, what <laughs> happened if, you know, uh, I don't know. What the, okay. With Married at First Sight, because I've never seen uh, Love Is Blind, I've only seen the preview for it, but it's on Netflix. So I'm definitely going to be binge watching it. But with Married at First Sight, there there's a team of experts who match you based on your compatibility, based on your likes and dislikes, based on your wants and needs, based on your personality. Like they do extensive research. And they do background checks and they do all of this, you know. Okay, they do all that. Okay, but do they know how you act when you guys having a good day? Do they see all that? No, no, they That That's, okay, so that's what we experience when you watch, <laughs> when you watch the show. Right? That's how you figure out if you want to stay married or not. So at the end of the, I think it's, uh, four weeks, three or four weeks, married the first sight is. After this, because you you are living together, they they get married, they go on a the honeymoon, they meet the family, they have um, assignments and you know things that they do to help better move their relationship along. But they decide the financials, they decide where they're gonna live, they decide you know how they're gonna mend their meld their lives together. And all of that is very interesting to see play out in the short, short amount of time. Also, it's very interesting to see, you know, how how willing a lot of people are. Because the difference between uh, married at first sight and arranged marriages is these people are willing singles who are going into this willingly. They're not being forced, they're not being told, oh, you have no choice, this is our heritage, this is our culture, this is what we do. But they're going to take, you know, personality tests and quiz and et cetera, trying to make sure they get matched with the right person. Now, lovers blind, I've, if I'm not mistaken, the way it works is they go on a series of blind dates. Blind being the operative word because they never see. The
2: person
1: that they're talking to until the very end. All right, is this is this coming from like the old game show? I remember the game show when they was the man or the woman was behind a the thing and they were asking questions and stuff. I mean, that's what it reminds me of. That is this it's very similar to that. But at the end of the show, they go on a date. They don't oh. go. They don't get date. So yeah. <laughs> It's very similar, but it's not, it's taking it to the next level. Okay. Well, it sure (laughs) is no. Because I mean, I mean, yes, you might be so compatible on paper, but face to face, I mean, I am, I know how I am and you have to know me. You got to know my three different okay. It's okay. Okay, girl. Okay, and then it's that, okay, okay, so you know, um, I don't, I don't know, I cannot, I mean, is, is it getting to the point that we are so desperate to try love, that they, they making every type of love connection show that there is? Well see, I don't think it's desperation anymore, I think it's just like, trying to go outside of the box, cause you know, when you meet somebody on social media, you don't know what you're getting into. If you meet someone at the grocery store, you don't know what you're getting into. But the way things go in the world now,
2: we have so many people at
1: the grocery store and meet somebody on social media and they are lying, they tell off. And that's what I'm saying. (laughs) And that's what I'm saying. So at least with like some of these shows, you have some kind of backup or inclination of what, you're getting into. And then there's the flip side of that where you don't have the distraction of social media because you know all you have to do is go to somebody's Facebook page or go to somebody's Instagram and try to figure out, you know, what they like, what they don't like, what they're into, what they're not into. At least this way you have a genuine conversation. And you're not That's focused so on right. what I they mean, look I like. Mean, I'm going go back to. Um, I feel like we are losing human contact. That's what I'm saying. I feel, I touch, touch, oh, oh, I text you, I text you, I text you. Um, no, call, text me, call me. <laughs> you know, I just think that we are We are really losing human contact. We really are. And social media is taking so much of our time, and everybody. They put all their business on social media. Well, a lot of people don't put all their business on social media. They just put, a lot of people put all their business on social media. But a lot of times they just put what they want you, what they want you to see because sometimes, you know, they're not living that life and we lose that, that human connection. And a lot of people can't socialize as far as the regular world is concerned. But I've definitely found this very interesting. So I definitely will be binge-watching. And again, it's Love is Blind on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, check it out. I have Netflix, and I will not be checking it out.
2: Listen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. Listen. Well, when we come back. Rather watch my, I, girl, I like to watch Hot Spots over Coburn's Hill. That's okay. Oh, my goodness. Alright, on, like <laughs> like so. on that note. I don't even like that song. On that
2: note,
1: when we come back, I'm gonna leave you guys with a positive note. We are good. <laughs> Not the housewives over. Oh my goodness. Girl, I said, oh, that's right, I watch, I, I watch housewives over later. Well come on now. We are, I hope, I hope. We get some good answers about Kobe Ryan. Because I don't think she's dog, That damn woman. Well, we all see what they say. Because <laughs> so, uh, uh, a lot of, uh, a couple of, let me not say a lot, a couple of, um, what is it, news anchors and stuff.
0: We here at Cooking Positivity love to support those who support us. Be sure to tune in for our Fun Free Friday episode where you can be a Fun Free Friday raffle winner and win fun prizes from my business, Lisa Deshawn's business, as well as some of our sponsors and some Cooking with Positivity merch. Happy listening. As well as Cooking with Positivity Listeners and Guest Connection Group and ZykeamMcCoy.com. So make sure you join this positive movement. We would love to hear your story. Welcome back, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Remember to. TikTok, and right here on Cooking with Positivity, you can always leave us a voice message. And if you do, you will receive three raffle tickets for our Fun3Friday Positive Raffle entry. So make sure you guys are supporting, tuning in, and I'm going to leave you guys with this positive note. Don't be afraid to be open to build or rebuild relationships when we are open we stand a better chance for a
1: positive outcome and i hope a positive rest of your day